Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode on Feel the Cup podcast. It's been too long, y'all. I miss my podcast family. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Here at Feel the Cup podcast, we come with an empty cup ready to get filled up with some inspiration hot discussion that prepares us for the week ahead so i am your motivational teammate we walk together you don't walk alone and i'm just excited to get into what we're going to talk about today so today's topic is going to be about drum roll learning to identify when you're the problem. It's you, sis. You're the problem. Bro, bro, you're the problem. How can we identify when it ain't it ain't everybody else? It ain't that other person's fault. It, it really is us. How do I identify that and how to walk into this new form of taking accountability once we've identified that we're the problem and working to be the solution. So I am just ready to dissect this because Lord, oh Lord, I've had to do this so many different times in my life. In obviously romantic relationships, I've had to identify that I was the problem. And once the breakup happened, that was like the best time for me to identify that I was the problem. In work environments, <laughs> learning to identify when I'm the problem. And in friendships, as well as my relationship with my parents, my relationship with myself, my relationship with my purpose, like all of these different relationships that I have in my life, I've had to learn how to identify when I'm the problem. And I'm going to teach you how to do it as well. Because I feel like when you step into an awareness in your life where you're able to literally stand up and say, it's me. <laughs> I caused that. I probably could have handled that differently. Actually, I can't blame that on him or her. Like, it was actually me. And identifying that you're the problem doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a person not worthy of positivity, not worthy of a healthy relationship, not worthy of respect from the other person. It's just you taking accountability to say that, yes, I'm a great person. I have great qualities. But at times, I got to be able to really realize when I became a issue to a scenario and how I can spin that to not have to happen again. So like for me personally, I've been that person with different breakups that I've had um, specifically in my past because as you guys have seen already, or at least if you know anything about me or people who really know me best, you know that I'm passionate in relationships. I'm very 
when it comes to guys that I've dated. I'm very, um, I'm very vocal. <laughs> I'm very passionate. Um, I have a strong personality. I'm super loving, um, sometimes to a fault. <laughs> very forgiving and understanding. So being that I have those great qualities going for me with all of this passion, you tend to use your great qualities to overshadow when you've created a problem in a relationship. That could be the reason why things did not work out. Although it was probably never meant for you guys to be together, but you had to come into an awareness that there's things that I should have did differently in that relationship that I don't want to repeat into the next relationship. Because if you're not going into a new relationship, even if you're going into new relationships back to back and it's just not working out, if you're not going into each new relationship, obviously until you reach your soulmate with a sense of wanting to be better than you were in the last relationship, then what are we doing? Like, what is life if I'm just being the same exact person with everybody that I'm with? Like, why would I want to be repeating the same toxic cycles? But what will happen is you're going to repeat the same toxic cycles that you have within yourself, that you have, that you've had in past relationships. If you don't identify when you're the problem and when something was completely on you. And so going back to my point, me in past relationships, I've always been that passionate person to be like, you know, this is what he did wrong. He should have handled this differently. Like I can give you an essay, a synopsis, uh, a whole, (laughs) a whole 10 page, probably 30 page paper on why that guy was wrong and why everything he did is the reason why me and this person is not together and why he he was just foul, he disrespected me, he did this, you know, all of these reasons as to why it didn't work out. And I would say it took me, I would say more in my late 20s to finally start taking accountability so this didn't happen for me immediately guys like I had to like once I've been through enough heartbreaks and once I finally allowed myself to be single again for a longer period of time I used that single time to really analyze the pattern and so the first way guys and I want you to write this down to identify when you're the problem is to look at your patterns. Look at what you're repeating in every relationship. Look at the common denominators of what you contributed that's caused a relationship to go left. Now, if we're going the tit for tat thing, if we're comparing, okay, to what this person has did wrong versus what you've done wrong, and let's say their wrongs outweigh your wrongs, It doesn't mean that your wrongs shouldn't be highlighted. It doesn't mean you shouldn't be looking at what your wrongs did to that relationship and not saying, okay, I want to make sure I'm not repeating that pattern in the next one. Because if you can't go into your single season looking at the patterns that you carry in each relationship, you're doing yourself a disservice. 
you're putting yourself in a position to pretty much not grow. And if you're not growing in life, especially before you get a new relationship, then all you're going to do is now be a burden on this new person that you've met. And so I had to, you know, with, you know, the last breakup that I had, you know, before the relationship that I'm in now, I had to truly sit down and say, okay, there's a pattern here. You know, for me to have been in these different serious relationships for this amount of length of time and for these there to be common denominators of not only what I allowed, because what you can allow from the other person, you know, how many, I would say, things you allow, the boundaries that you didn't create can also be the reason why you're the problem. You know what I mean? And being the problem doesn't mean that you don't have the right intentions. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy of the love that you're seeking. It means that you have not made it a priority to set boundaries of what you know you deserve. And so we got to identify the patterns and then we got to identify how, with me being the problem, how am I... Or what am I doing to attract the same type of person in my life? You get what I'm saying? So if you're in a position where there's a trend, there's a pattern going on that you've contributed, whether it was completely your fault or the other person's fault, if there's a pattern going on, you got to identify how can I flip this pattern to now put myself in a position where I'm not putting the next person through that? And also, what am I attracting? What am I allowing into my space to cause this same problem to repeat itself? And that was a big thing I had to highlight in my single season is you have allowed trash to enter your life. And not only have you allowed trash to enter your life, but you've caused yourself to be something that you're not To fit someone else's life that never was meant to walk with you. And as women, we sometimes try to make someone fit into our lives. Knowing within our instincts that they were never meant to be there all along. And so when Ishko left, it's almost like you get shocked, you get hurt. You know, know, you're just heartbroken. Almost in this confused state of why me? Why is this not working out? Not realizing that you didn't set boundaries as far as what you knew you deserved, what you knew you was worthy of, but because you settled, now you're dealing with the same type of issues with the guys that you're dating. And so I had to be real with myself. I had to say, okay, this is what you've attracted, the trash. And also these are the different things that your need to work on, which is in my last relationship, I had to realize that I'm not, I struggled with communicating properly my emotions. I struggled with not speaking up for what I know I truly felt. I hid a lot of my true emotions to try to protect the relationship. When all actuality, it was never protecting the relationship. It only 
tore up the relationship because I wasn't communicating properly. I also learned that I have to find, um, I would say, a different way to be careful of how I deliver something that I want to articulate as well as how I'm receiving something that somebody is telling me in relationships. So it's like my delivery, my tone can be off at times, which creates chaos. And also the way I'm reacting to things. Am I creating problems in my head because I'm trying to sabotage the relationship? Am I relationship sabotaging, you know, in a sense? So I had to analyze, okay, I've done that, you know, on top of just putting myself in a position to where I'm not completely being my 100% God-ordained self with the person that I love. It's like I'm giving this person a version of me thinking that that's what they need and want because that's what works for their life. Realize, not realizing that I'm not being true to myself. I'm hiding things about myself to fit somebody else's life, to fit somebody else's uh, viewpoints and and all of these things. So once I really sat down and analyzed that thing, it was life changing for me. It was like, you know what? If I'm going to get serious with somebody else, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be pretty all the time. But what I will do is make make sure that everything that I failed at doing in past relationships, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up and do it in these new relationships. And then the biggest thing is in relationships with other people. Like sometimes when me and my mom butts heads, it's easy for me to highlight what she could say differently, what she could do differently, how she can handle it differently. But God convicts me and he deals with me by saying, no, you could have had a different way of how you answered her. You could go out of your way to make sure that you're spending more time with her. There's always a part that you play. So once you're identifying the problem, you have to realize the part that you play or the part that you played in the problem that was created. Because a lot of the relationships, listen to this now, a lot of relationships that you guys are formulating in your life, whether that be romantic, family, friendships, work relationships, a lot of the relationships that you're forming, it's, it's, it's almost like you're forming it off of this mentality that It needs to serve me and I need to feel comfortable enough to where whatever, you know, however my perception is and my viewpoint is that's being catered to. And sometimes that is a selfish approach to have in relationships because when everything is about how you want it to be received, how you want it to be given, 
what, how you feel about something and you're not open to take um to take into account how the other person could be feeling and how your actions affect the other person, you're doing yourself a disservice. Because at the end of the day, we're always going to be in relationships with people who are opposite from us. We're always going to be moving with people who don't communicate how we communicate, who don't articulate the way we articulate, who don't have the same emotions as us. And so you you got to be aware of the fact that your actions can affect different people in different ways. And if you are going to move from a selfish position because you have this strong viewpoint about something, you're not going to properly have healthy relationships in your life. And you're going to always be in a position of blaming always everything on the other person instead of saying, OK, yeah, they were wrong for that. But I also see the part that I played. And that's what this is all about, is highlighting the part that you played. What did you contribute to the chaos? So that's another step in identifying the problem is, what contributions did I make to the chaos? What contributions have I made consistently to chaos? If an argument forms, what part do I play in the argument? Am I the one that's making the argument get worse? Or am I the one that's trying to create peace in that argument? Am I the one that's trying to make sure that I'm watching every word that I'm saying before it could just really go left? Am I thinking before I speak so that it doesn't go left? Am I saying things that's going to demean and and degrade the other person just to get my point across? So it's very important, especially in a situation where you feel like you were violated by somebody else, it's very important that what you're giving to that other person, you want them to reciprocate that same energy. So if you're giving a toxic energy, toxic words, toxic behavior, you deserve to receive that from the other person because that's exactly what you're giving. But if you're giving a healthy conversation, a healthy communication, and you're giving the love and the grace and the patience that you would want somebody to show you, then you're already creating what you want to be reciprocated. You're already creating the energy that you want to receive back. It doesn't mean that people in your life are going to automatically reciprocate it properly every time to you. It just means that you've given out exactly what you deserve to get back. So at the end of the day, if if you're going to highlight what they're doing wrong, you know for the fact that you're giving exactly what you know you deserve. So when you identify that you're the problem, the freedom that you now take from that is, wow, I know how to take accountability for my actions. I know how to apologize quickly. I know how to create a consistency of making sure that I'm evolving and growing. I'm allowing every argument to work for me, not against me. I'm using the conflict that I experience in relationships with different people as a way to figure out how can I avoid this conflict from reoccurring? Do I avoid it by making sure that I remove that person from my life because maybe we're just not meant to walk together? 
Am I removing that conflict by making sure that I come at that person in a better way? The way I vocalize myself to them, my tone of voice, the things that I'm saying, I'm watching what I'm saying. Um, Am I giving that person the time and attention that they deserve? Because I know that I would want that same thing given to me. So identifying when you're the problem is it's a level of freedom that now you're going to adapt because now it don't mean that you're not going to have moments in in different occasions throughout life where you're going to be presented as the problem. But it's like if you are not growing into a position to become a solution to problems, to become a solution to the problems that you create. How in the world are you going to expect people to want to be around you? How are you in the world are you going to expect someone to want to have a healthy marriage with you, want to have a healthy friendship with you, want to be around you nonetheless, if you can't take accountability for what you contribute? So once you walk in this freedom, people are now going to have to adjust to what they see you're giving because it's going to convict them. They're going to be like, wow, I see the evolution. I see the growth. I see how she's working on everything that she probably wasn't doing before. He wasn't doing before. So let me make sure like that conviction will hit that other person. Like, okay, I see they're moving different. They're not doing the same things. They're they're moving in a positive direction. So let me make sure I sharpen up. You're going to sharpen the person or you're going to remove them. You're going to sharpen the person that's meant to be in your life because of the way you're moving in a positive direction or your positivity is going to cause the, the, the right person, no, actually the wrong person to move and leave your life at the right time because everything is about timing, right? So the energy that you give off is literally going to create the environment that you want to thrive in in life. The energy that you give to others is going to now transfer over to see if their spirit can handle where your spirit is at. And if there's if their toxic spirit can't handle the spirit that you've now evolved to, now you know if that's somebody that need to get removed. Because if I've identified it where my problems lie, if I identify what I'm causing to the chaos or what I'm adding to the chaos. And I see that the other person is not doing that and they're not trying to move in the direction that I'm trying to move. I see that we probably can't walk together because we're not on the same page of how can we create solutions together as a unit instead of just creating more problems. Like, I don't want to be at this stage in my life. I don't want to be with a man who I'm creating problems with and not solutions because We're a burden to each other at this point if we're not being a solution together. And that's the whole goal of this episode is for you to analyze how you can be a solution to the problems that have consistently been presented in your life, in your relationships. Because a lot of you are walking right now as we speak in relationships that have stressed you out that have put you in a position where you get anxiety, have put you in a position where that other person has felt neglected. It's putting you in a position where you're becoming something that you don't even want to become. 
Because not only have you not identified when you're the problem, but you've allowed the wrong type of behavior to consistently show up in your life because you haven't loved yourself enough to say, this is not okay for me to let this type of relationship continue to go on at the stage of where I'm at in my life. Like my peace is way too important to let a toxic person sit in my life knowing what this person has done to me, knowing what this person has made me become in a negative light just because I want to have companionship, just because I want to have somebody to talk to, to be with, to love. Love shouldn't be painful. It just shouldn't. And if you're adding pain to that love, you got to be able to fix that. You got to be able to do the self-work. So I I really, I, I suggest <laughs> and I, I pray that you guys will walk in the freedom that you're, that you're worthy of. Walk in the freedom that God is giving you to take accountability, to be humble, to never be so prideful to where you can't say when you're wrong, to never be so prideful to where you can't take ownership of how your actions affected someone else. Always walk in a position of ownership. Own the things that, that you do great at, but own that much greater when you fall short on something. Own that thing. Because when you own it, that's when respect is almost necessary at that point. Because you've proven that, yes, I can mess up, but I can own my mess ups. And then I can move in those mess ups and say, you know what? This is how I'm going to move now to make sure that I'm not repeating those mess ups to where everybody that loves me and that does life with me is not dealing with these same type of mess ups that I'm presenting. I'm providing a positive consistency in life instead of negative patterns. So I believe that with this episode, you're going to look at your relationships. You're going to see what chaos you've caused. You're going to see if you've been a burden to the ones that you love versus a solution. You're going to be able to analyze how is my voice and how is my existence in my relationships, how is it affecting the other person? You're going to be able to see that. You're also going to be able to see who needs to be removed. Because maybe me and this person just can't make solutions together. And you're also, from this episode, going to be able to make some apologies to some people who deserve it. You're going to be able to look the person that you love in the face and say, babe, I get what I've caused. I get what I've added to a lot of the issues we have. And because I love you enough that I want this to work with you, let me first be able to say that, okay, I need to work on this. And you're going to see that. Because you can now say it and take accountability, but then your actions are the best response you can give. 
Because we all are conditioned to good words. A lot of us got some good talk game. But when you can present actions with that apology, with that explanation, with that accountability, verbal accountability, your actions are just going to scream louder than any words you can ever formulate. It's going to hit different than any words you can put together. So I hope that I filled your cups. I hope that you're now going to move in a better way because I'm telling you, I've had to do it. I constantly have to do it because I'm in a relationship now where me and the person that I love, we're very different. So I have to constantly be cognizant of how can I make that person feel like they're being understood they're being valued, they're being seen. So that way, if I ask for the same thing back from them, I know that I'm doing everything I can to show that they're going to get that from me. Because don't ask for things that you can't reciprocate. Don't ask for things from somebody that you are not giving yourself. Because it's not an even playing field. You're not creating an even playing field for the person you love. So, Take time in those single seasons. Don't rush it. Don't be trying to, you know, hop from relationship to relationship because you're tired of being lonely. No, do the work alone so that way you can be someone's peace when it's time for you to be in a relationship. So that way you can be someone's solution when it's time to be in a relationship again. Don't rush your single season because you're lonely and then you just... Just, you know, creating chaos for everybody. Take time in your single season. Do the work. Identify your patterns. Identify what you've added to the past relationships that haven't worked out. Because it ain't always on one person. I'm telling you, it takes two people to create issues. It's not always on one person. Because let's say if you moved great throughout the whole relationship, As far as anybody's concerned, you moved great. You treated that person well. You did everything you could. But let's say that the way that you were the problem is what you allowed, what you accepted, the things you didn't create boundaries. That's a problem. So that's just an example of what I mean by you could be a great person, but still creating problems that are only putting you in a position to not be happy. So I'm going to stop preaching. I hope that you were filled up from this episode. I hope that your glass is full. Your cup is full. Share this. Follow me on Instagram at more motivation, M-O-O-R-E-R motivation. Make sure that you're subscribing to my YouTube channel, more motivation, M-O-O-R-E-R motivation, because man, the same episodes that I'm giving you guys on fill the cup. It's even better on the YouTube channel. So make sure you're supporting. Tell me how you feel about this episode in the comments. Let's have a dialogue. I love you guys. Have a great week.